But the second part of our question here was, what do you do in the bed? You cuddle. We couldn't cuddle. There was no way we could cuddle during the Vietnam train ride. Oh, oh, oh. This one time. So, this one time. This one time? (laughs) This, you know what, this one time. This one time. Oh my god, this one time. The Podcast. So after a long, hard day at work, I just want to come home and cuddle, be held, and my boyfriend just isn't into that kind of thing. What should I do? Oh, that's a great question, caller. Thanks for asking. I'm Sheila D. And I am Evo Terra. You know what's critical for a good cuddling, honey? What? A nice and comfy bed. Oh, that is very true. Since we have traveled around the world, 14-ish different countries that we have been to, 15, 16, some number like that, we have slept in some weird beds. (laughs) That is true. Now, out of all of the beds that we have slept in over time, most of them have been pretty comfy. For the most part, I mean, beds all over the world are just like your bed, listener. Not all that different. We have not had to sleep in a mattress stuffed with hay. That is true. We we have had uh, beds that have had things like real mattresses, either springed or memory foamed or whatever mattresses are made out of. Can I stop you for a minute? Of course you may. Does this have to do with answering the question? I'll get there in a moment. This was about cuddling. Okay. As I was saying, you need a comfy bed to cuddle in. Okay. We have had comfy beds. Yes. Mostly. Mostly. (laughs) I know where you're going. (laughs) Most uncomfortable bed we have had to date. It wasn't. It wasn't Hong Kong. I'm not thinking of the Chungking mansions. (laughs) I'm not thinking that. I'm also not thinking about the lovely little cabana we stayed at at Sabai Sabai in Koh Phangan. Oh, I know exactly where you're talking about. The bricks we laid on in Kotao. No, not even that. That was just slightly uncomfortable. No, the uncomfortable thing I am speaking of, the most uncomfortable bed that we dealt with was the ones in the train we took in Vietnam. Well, they weren't that bad. They were uncomfortable. I think you will agree. They weren't terribly comfortable. But the second part of our question here was, what do you do <laughs> in the bed? You cuddle. We couldn't cuddle. There was no way we could cuddle during the Vietnam train ride. We could cuddle on the brick-made bed in Kota. We could cuddle in the <laughs> tiny, cramped accommodations of the Chungking Mansion in we Hong Kong. We kind of had to in the Chungking Mansions. We could. We had no other option. Right. Yeah, there was no other option because uh, it was... Uh, maybe we, The small bit is called a single... So I'm going to call what we were on a three-quarter. <laughs> That's probably might, true. Might be more accurate. But that, as uncomfortable as those were, there, were, there was an opportunity to cuddle. Yes. Not so much opportunity on the train in Vietnam, honey. Well, we could have cuddled, just we would have had observers. <laughs> That's true. 
Had we been exhibitionists, it would have been A-OK, but that's probably not all that cool in, in Vietnamese culture. No, I don't think so. For those who are unaware of the story, we took a trip in 2015 to Vietnam where we started our trip in the northern part of Vietnam in Hanoi, the current capital of, of, of Vietnam. Hanoi's still the capital of Vietnam, isn't it? <laughs> I think, I think Hanoi's still so. the capital. Here I am talking about things I probably could have looked at beforehand, but I did not. <laughs> Nonetheless, we started out in Hanoi, which is in North Vietnam, a busy, busy, bustling, big metropolis city, but we spent... It's beautiful. What, a couple, three days there wandering around the city? Yeah, uh, at the beginning and at the end, we had time. Looking at the old French Quarter, it's, it's a beautiful place. It's a neat town to, to wander around in. Um, just be aware, uh, motorcycles are crazier than anything you've ever experienced before. Not, um, I don't think that's the worst place we saw I'm motorcycles. I'm just saying, in Vietnam is the worst yeah, yeah, place yeah, yeah. you're yeah. going to see motorcycles. It's, it's organized chaos. It's chaos, all right. Organized? Eh. It's more organic chaos than it's actually organized <laughs> chaos. It, it kind of works. But nonetheless, we spent three days there, and like a lot of people, we wanted to see more of Vietnam because Vietnam is a very long, narrow country. So we hopped in the train, and we did the north-south reunification line, which yes. goes from Hanoi at the top all the way down to Ho Chi Minh City in the bottom. Some 2,000 kilometers down, almost straight south, although it's, it's not straight because Vietnam is a very mountainous area. But what we did, instead of just doing a straight shot through, is we used it to stop at other lovely places, right? Yeah, we stopped in Hue. Hue was the first place that we stopped. And on the way to Hue, I believe that was our first encounter with the train. We show up at the train station. We had reserved ourselves sleeper cars because yes. it was an overnight trip yes spent three days hanging out in ho chi minh city wanted to get to hawaii the next day and we could have flown we could have rented a car we could have done a lot of things but we opted to take the train because they had sleeper cars yep so we stumble ourselves into figuring out where this where the train station was because that's that's not terribly well marked we get no, to it is in hanoi it's great big, remember? Nope, I don't remember. So to my memory, it was very hard to get to. <laughs> I'm going to stick with it was hard to get to. And then when you get there, the tickets in Vietnamese are printed out. I mean, now Vietnamese is written out as English. They use the same characters that we do. They just put lots of little weird slashes and hooks and curly cues and underscores and weird things on them. But you can kind of flub your way through reading Vietnamese if you can read and understand English, right? You may not know what the words mean, but you'll at least kind of sort of know how to pronounce them. But the tickets in Vietnam kind of made no sense. Like we, we had traveled Europe, and we were used to cars and berths and seats. Right. Mm, yeah, not so much here. I have, I have already blocked how confusing it was. I just recall it was very, very confusing. Do you recall I, that same thing? I just remember they just pointed for us to go stand in a certain area and then when they opened the doors for us to get on the train it was like a free-for-all like yeah. everybody was going in but I mean it's all organized like you had cabins and things like that you just had to share them right but if you knew where your car was you kind of force yourself on that yeah, car that was tricky to find and you do you do get to your car and that was the first time that we we realized we were going to have uh, company. We did not know. We knew we booked a sleeper car. We didn't have any details about what else was in the car. And there's four beds in there. Okay. There are two of us. I might not have shared that with you, but I did know. You knew. <laughs> oh. 
I, right. I had a choice between four people. Yeah. Two of us and two others. Yes. And uh, six people. Sure. Two of us and four others. Right. But there was no option for a two and two. No. But you could have booked the other two seats, right? I mean, if you wanted that, you could have I just could acquired have. those. But why would you do that? We're here to meet and various other people right. and enjoy, which all makes sense. Quick overnight. Met a lovely guy who was actually American. Uh, his his father was Vietnamese, I believe, but he yeah. this was his first time visiting Vietnam. He was in his 20s going back to see where his family came from, and yeah. it was going to be a beautiful, great experience. So we got to meet this guy in the train, so it was lovely. It was lovely. Get overnight. Uh, we arrived after an overnight trip to Hue and did the same thing. Traveled around the city, and it was wonderful. Rinse and repeat, because this is not a, tri- a show about our trip to Vietnam. It's a show about cuddling in bed. So rinse and repeat the same thing from Hue to Da Nang, and the Hi. same thing from Da Nang to Ho Chi Minh uh, to Nha Trang, and then the same thing from Nha Trang to Ho Chi Minh City. Yes. Can I stop you for a moment? Sure. It's not really a, a show about cuddling. It's going to be. It's, I can wait, get there. Wait, wait, wait. It's a show about one person wanting to cuddle and the other not. I'm with you. I <laughs> wanted to cuddle on this trip. However, we were unable to because of the public. Public. <laughs> It was public, as in exposure, as in likely getting yourself arrested if you cuddle in public with these people, which was no big deal because, again, we had three nights stay in the other cities in between, so a single night cuddling, no big deal. Now, here's the kicker. On the return trip, and I knew it was going to be bad, when we got on that train in Hanoi the first time, because the return leg, we went 33 and a half hours straight. From Ho Chi Minh City all the way up to Hanoi by ourselves. Not in a four-person car, you understand, but you booked a six-person car for that trip. <laughs> you have very bad memory. I have, I have <laughs> nightmares. What I have got a bad memory. Yes, I have bad memories of that particular trip. It was horrendous because it's us and like three little old ladies from Vietnam that we had to share a space with for 33 hours. Do you think there was any cuddling on that? No. Did I make you sleep on the top bunk? So I understand where this caller is coming from. I still don't think you answered their question. Sometimes there's just no easy way to cuddle when you're traveling the world. It's rough. (laughs) Okay, again, I really don't think you answered that question, but hopefully our listeners took something away from the story. And of course, we are happy to take your questions too on this new season of this one time where we are answering relationship and life questions and giving those answers in the form of cool stories we have from abroad. Just go to shivo.wtf slash call us. It's easy from your mobile phone. It's easy from your computer. Just go to shivo.wtf slash call us and leave us a message and we'll get you on the show. Every caller gets a free postcard from us, but our tried and true fans get a postcard from us Every single month. Now, it's easy to sign up and get a postcard from us. And when you do, we will send you a postcard every single month, just like we do for 50 other crazy people out there who are supporting us on our journey. It's only a couple of bucks. And again, you get a free postcard from us every single month. Just go to shivo.wtf slash postcards and get on the list today. Our music is by Valea Valea. Thanks for listening, listener. I am Evo Terra. And I'm Sheila D. Subscribe to the show and rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you found the show. 
More advice and life lessons coming from us next week on This One Time. Cheers. Cheers.